guys. Welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Juliette. And I'm Jessen. Today we'll be reviewing King of Wrath, the first book in Anna Huang's Kings of Sin series. Before we dive in, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom, join our Facebook group, The Swoon Zone, and follow Jessen on her YouTube channel, Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes and give away free enamel pins, stickers, and books and bookmarks. Special shout out to our patrons for all of your support. We, we love and appreciate yes, you guys. Very much. Very much. Oh my goodness. So... Recently, um, I don't think we have talked since you uh, debuted the cover of The Wraith King. <laughs> yeah. And it was so fantastic. But also, the artist recently, she didn't have an Instagram before, which I don't know. I mean, she's been around for a while now. She has. She just has, like, she's avoided had, like, a social Facebook media. Group and you know? stuff, like, mm-hmm. just kind of, like, for, you know, uh, <laughs> our artist purpose, like, to have, like, a contact place and stuff right. like that. But... I love because I started following after Juliet was like, oh, Thanders on uh, Instagram. And I started following her mm-hmm. and she started, she's uploading like her past, you know, projects. Aren't they and amazing? Stuff. I love that she uploads a part of the process. Like yes. she uploads like, hey, yes. here's the sketch. And then here's like the finalized version so that you could just see. And that's not even like the first sketches because like, oh, I'm no. Juliet <laughs> and I have said in like behind the scenes episodes. So, um, when we were talking about like okay what kind of what art kind of cover what kind of do cover we want? Is you know do we the want King just going to the Wraith King do we want both the couple yeah and I wasn't sure you know yeah Julia so, was just like there's so many options I'm not quite sure and yeah. she, I just sent her like personality yeah profiles kind of what they look like and she sent me like eight sketches and I swear to you I was like guys I was <laughs> so torn. From this, and when I say yeah. rough sketches, I meant like outline, like yeah. literally like it's charcoal like, outline. Yes, and Juliet was gorgeous. just like Juliet was like. So she got back to me with like six options, and I was like, oh okay. Mm. And she sent it to me, and I'm like, well, damn, I'm like they already look phenomenal. Like, one, These like freehand sketches, but oh, also look at this one, guys. <laughs> I was like, I lit- I don't think I've ever gotten back to Juliet without like narrowing it down to like two this mm-hmm. time I was like four I was like I like I know all four <laughs> and I was at four so we were this was like Strugglesville but there was something so compelling about mm-hmm. this sketch of him just like it, it was like behind all the obses- it felt a little obsession. sinister but yes. also like obsessive yes and protective and yes. all those things I was like okay this is giving me all the vibes I yes. think I'm looking for exactly and it came out insane the other thing is she's been teasing me she's like i can't wait for you to see the full wrap i think you're really gonna love it i'm like oh i can't wait to because i know she's doing too. more original spine work that's yeah. all her own design and she also like on the back cover as well she has her own like design um as well which is really cool like yeah. the throne yeah, which the, is mm-hmm. so the dragon throne is... love it it's so cool <laughs> it's like it's gorgeous. just so fun like to watch the process i mean I, as a person who's not creative i can't draw <laughs> look <laughs> Look, I'm fascinated yeah, by but people who can. You can at least do Instagram graphics. I can't even do that That's shit. Not a, anybody could do Instagram graphics. I'm uh, about I these can't. raw talent Hello? people who literally can just like draw with it. their hands. And it's like ridiculous. I'm I like, know. How I dare. actually, so I actually even had one of my people that were helping me with the cover reveal just reach out. Just like, hey, can you tell me who the artist is? I just, I just want to touch base. You know, I don't know if you've known there's, you know, the, the AI thing going on. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I know this is not like. Oh, so they were she like, was, oh, is she this was AI? kind of thinking, you know, it's so good. Like, is this AI? I'm like, like no, this is the artist honey who did. Darling, honey, <laughs> darling, if you just see the progress photos, because she literally sends me, I mean, multiple like sketches, rough sketch, like literally, and then like outline before and then she ever starting, starts painting. Like, yeah, because you know, I mean, if you've ever watched, I absolutely love again. I mean, sometimes I just like get on, get on these like um, these kicks where I watch random things. Yeah, I like to watch artists. Me too. Do procreate. Which yeah. procreate's so cool because like the layers that they add to create like yes. shadows and depth to um, a, an art piece is really really cool and it's digital artwork but I mean it's all mm-hmm. hand drawn and stuff yeah like that, which is amazing on the you know iPad exactly. whatever it is which is really cool Tablet. I mean the types of effects like the the way one of the things that I really loved about Thanders because 
when I was looking at different artists, you know, I try to help Juliet source different artists. Like we look at covers that we love. Right. Like, and we're like, who did that cover? Because we I know. love the design. We love, and you this know, the vibe, sh- and- the colors. And Laura Lust, that, those books, that mm-hmm. series, that was one of the ones where I was just like, I love it. And like this, there's something about the skin that looks like really dewy. Luminescent. Yeah. It's very like dewy and stuff. And I was like, ah, mm-hmm. I just really love. It's like so compelling. And I think that that's like the quality that makes it a little bit more realistic looking when right. Thander does her, yeah. um, and it's, her art and she, pieces. She takes, I mean, she does take her time. Like, and Long I even time. told her, I yeah. said, look, I'm not on a time crunch, yeah. you know, and the funny thing is, is that when I was telling Justin about this book, The Wraith King, I was like, well, this is going to be a standalone. There's not going to be any other books in this world. <laughs> yeah, Juliet was so adamant that this was, was a standalone. I was going to finally create a standalone. Well, fuck that. You know, there's not. There's going to be more. But thankfully, because I was so scared that Thander, because she told me her schedule was so tight. And she's like, look, I really enjoyed working with you. And I was like, if I can give her lots of time, then it's not a problem. Yeah. So... I'm really looking forward to starting the new cover in January. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I mean, like for artists that create the quality of work that they do. Yeah. Waiting for it. I, is I don't mind. A lot easier whenever mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, you're going to get a product that you're literally in love with. And I had like the best feeling again, like I said, from the original sketches. And I mean, like we have all like the progress photos just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> but like the original sketches um which i'm have you shared that with like your patrons i don't know if i did share the original you, you know you should totally share the original yeah. like sketches i usually share i do share a lot of different pieces and like when she would send me an update like like she would literally just paint his armor and then mm-hmm. send me that and then show me that and I'm like, yeah Ugh. you know every single thing that she did i was just like stop <laughs> it was just yeah but yeah i should show it to them i think the funny thing is is like I think back to those sketches and any one of those would have been beautiful to die for. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? I think so too. <sighs> if I could Which... just occupy all of Thander's time, I would just like yeah, commission like, Do artwork. all of my covers. Thanks. <laughs> do, do all my covers and all of the interior, like do all the things. Everything. You know? Everything we love. So anyway, yeah. this was just like, you know, gush bash about yeah. Thander being such an amazing artist. Yeah. And I love that she's on Instagram now and you can just see her wonderful artwork. Yes. Please follow her. her Thander. sketches and how they evolve. Yes. Thander Lynn Illustrator. She's yes. on Instagram. Very, very and amazing. And her artwork's amazing. So yes. Also amazing. Okay. Yep. Let's get into this book, King of Wrath by Anna Huang. So this is, this technically, I guess, I, I don't want to say it's a spinoff, but it's loosely connected to her other series, the Twisted series. Mm-hmm. You do see um, characters from the other books. And interestingly enough, because I had read the first two books in the Twisted series, and then I fell off the wagon. <laughs> and then after King of Wrath had released... I hadn't read it right after it released, but toward the end of that year, people were like, I really think you should read King of Wrath. I think you're going to really like it. I think you're going to really like the hero. And I'm like, okay. Can okay. I ask, does, do we, uh, does she have a book about the sister and, the, and Gunner? No. No? Okay. She, but the queen of the land that they're in? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and so I was like, okay. So I read King of Wrath and I was like, oh my God, I really love this. <laughs> so I, I, I have been reading the Kings of Sin series, obviously. the They had a new release, King of Greed, uh, recently come out, which was phenomenal. And all the books are very, very different from each other, which I appreciate. Yeah, I, I really like do too. appreciate that um, they tell such different stories and we have such different personalities in each book. But it was really funny because recently for Patreon, um, our patrons – recommend books and I select two each month to do an exclusive vlog for and recently they suggested the last book in the Twisted series which mm-hmm. I hadn't read and actually mm-hmm. this one ties in so much with <clears throat> King of Wrath. Oh really? Be- so it was Christian. Christian <gasps> that's his book. No way. Christian and Stella. So it was really funny because um, it had been a while since I read King of Wrath and then I went back to the Twisted series and I'm like man I was like I, I must have you know obviously in King of Wrath we probably have all of these scenes because there's lots of crossover because right. he and Stella are kind of like tiptoeing around each other and stuff and it, you see Dante appear and you know kiss Stella on the hand and, and that Christian was the whole super thing? like oh my god don't touch my woman what are yeah. you doing <laughs> he goes crazy in <laughs> yes. King of Wrath <laughs> so anyway it was just really cool to see the tie-ins but you don't have to read them to understand them I think that they work well you know as separate series mm-hmm. but they are interconnected they are interconnected and you know like Juliet said Vivian our heroine's sister 
is uh, married into like the uh, th- this fake royal family basically because it's a fake royal you know country land world right um, that featured in the other series so you know tie-ins tie-ins lots of nice little nods there's lots of layers and depth to the world for sure yes you know so i also want to talk about before we jump in specifically to the characters something that i think was really interesting about anna huang's writing style and the type of specifically heroes i i I definitely want to harp on the heroes for a second (laughs) so when i picked up the first book in the twisted series which is it twisted hate possibly and i could be wrong i think or it's twisted twi- lies I, I think it's twisted hate and twisted or hate? maybe it's both no twisted lies is the i've one I just not read. read either of them but i swear i've seen twisted hate oh it's twisted love that's the first one wow we're so wrong i read twisted love guys and when i first picked up twisted love i was a little confused i was like is this a mafia book <laughs> i was like is this i 100 percent got mafia vibes okay so she does this interesting thing where her heroes are very powerful men mm-hmm. they have money they have connections and they have a almost don't give a fuck attitude they're ruthless ruthless absolutely mm-hmm. ruthless people who are against them they will eliminate do some them. shady things <laughs> they will do some shady yeah. underhanded things um some of her characters are killers just fyi um i'm just saying that they are they're not afraid to off people so i had such strong mafia vibes from that first book that i picked up twisted love i was just kind of like is this a mafia book but it's not because Mm -mm. none of her heroes are actually connected to the mafia world but they act kind of like mobsters and i kind of really like that (laughs) i love it but it also totally makes me think like if the super 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 rich billionaire kind of people like surely they're kind of not i'm not saying they're killers i'm just saying that you know i'll say it probably (laughs) probably you know there's some shady criminal activity going on to like get you know get the competitors and whatever out of the way yeah you know so i i really like that aspect i think it brings a lot of what i like about mafia books in particular is that the hero can do anything and everything including burn the world down for their heroine right and that's the same type of attitude that i feel like anna fong instills in her heroes yeah where they will burn the world for their heroine Mm -hmm. and i kind of like that energy i'm i just will come out and say it I, i like a i like a dominant man who like will do whatever he needs to do to get what he wants i and concur i also really like a heroine who can stand up to that because that's right. the beauty of it of course i don't want somebody who's going to be a doormat and just going to like lay down and be like right. oh, whatever you say i want somebody who's going to stand up to that to that personality and you know hold her own but also you know know when to bend and, and no compromise and yep. that's what makes a beautiful relationship guys i but love it i also love it when she can uh put him on his knees so oh 100 <laughs> literally happens in this one like i will do anything you say oh I needed like, the grovel oh God, for this one and we it. got it and it was <laughs> it so, was a hot grovel. <laughs> let's talk about the characters. All right. And then we'll jump into the spoiler section. So we have um Vivian Lau and she oh and also the audiobook for this is fantastic, guys. Oh, that's how I read it, y'all. I hadn't uh, read it with audiobook the first time, but when Juliet said that she had started to read King of Wrath and she was like Who's the male narrator? Who's the, male the Italian narrator? narrator? Does such a like beautiful, <laughs> su- subtle Italian accent, and it's so good. And she played it for me. I was like, okay, now I have to reread via audiobook, and it was the best Yo, decision. Jacob ever, Morgan, the Jacob Morgan was just phenomenal as Dante. Just like FYI, yeah, I was even telling Justin, I was like, the way he does, even like Francine Lau, a uh, Francis Lau, the father, mm-hmm. like I legit, it's like sounds like a different person yeah he, he goes it's, all in on this, this his narration. narrating abilities are phenomenal nice. delicious so Very delicious vivian lau she is um kind of brought up to be a little bit of a socialite but she doesn't she has her own job which yeah. is she party plans basically for the rich and famous yeah so it's a big party job. planning big party planning <laughs> in new york city yes. so like she's for the like elites. yeah for the elite and her father her parents actually were just kind of like your regular average joes like middle class americans but her father started um you know dabbling in like jewelry and mm-hmm. owning his own jewelry stores and they kind of like started accumulating wealth and now they're considered like nouveau riche basically right. you know he's got they're, a jewelry empire now yes, they have a jewelry empire they you know can rub shoulders with the rich and famous and stuff like that but 
her family in particular, you know, as they have gotten higher in the social echelon, mm-hmm. her father and mother are very concerned with society and what they think about about them. And they want a connection to some of that old money, right? Right. And they want to be accepted. Like, they want to be accepted. They don't want to be looked down upon as nouveau riche. You know, it's kind of just like, right. oh, you're new money. You're new. You're gauche and stuff yes. like that. You know? <laughs> You'll so never be on our level. Exactly. Exactly. You're, you're not one of the old families, you know, that have been around for generations. You're super, super new. Vivian doesn't care about all of that. She's happy in her own little niche. Her parents live in Boston, so she's, you know, not in their bubble as much. But she does come from, and I really like this because Anna Huang does insert this into various books, um, obviously. With her Asian ancestry, her background, she incorporates that a lot with either the heroes or the heroines. Mm -hmm. And so our heroine, Vivian, has great respect for elders because of her culture. And basically her father is the head of the family and what what he says goes. And interestingly enough, you know, she's called back to her family's home for dinner. And her dad basically tells her that, you know, we've arranged a match for you because, you know, you're getting, you know, older. You've you, waited too long. you waited too long. You haven't, you know, found any eligible person. Mm-hmm. And she's, she she knows, you know, she's always expected this. Her sister yeah, had her pretty sister much was, an arranged marriage as well for right. political reasons or whatever, right. connections. And it turned out to be a love match. And she's like, you know what? I kind of always expected this. It's not unexpected. But she still was kind of just like, oh, man, like, who did you pick out for me? Right. And it turns out to be Dante Russo. <laughs> <laughs> Who was mentioned in the first chapter. In the very first chapter as she's, you know, throwing a successful, you know, event, you know, for a fundraiser for, like, Save the Turtles or whatever. He's, like, super this, bachelor this, of Manhattan. Yes. He's, like, he's, like, <laughs> what is he doing at this event? He would never come save the Pepper Piper bird, whatever. You yeah, know, I know. Like, why does he care about this? Why does he care about this? Um, and so we just hear whispers that Dante yeah. Russo is one of the most eligible, rich, powerful bachelors, you know? Who just so happens to come from old money. Right. And as she's, you know, kind of like sarcastically telling her dad, like, oh, my goodness, like, uh, how should he be introduced by, like, his bank account or whatever? Like, what's yeah. his net worth what's or whatever? What's his net worth? Um, is he introduced by that? Or does he have a name? <laughs> or does he have a name? And he shows up behind her and he was like, well. Dante Russo. <laughs> and she's like, oh, shit. She was not expecting this. She's also, like, trembling because, like, at the party, like, everybody knows he's, like, drop-dead gorgeous. He's untouchable. And he's his just voice, like, man. Uh, you know, he's like all the things. All the things. And he had, there's this very interesting undercurrent that Vivian doesn't really understand. Yeah. Because, you know, it seems like her dad's made this deal with Dante for an arranged right. marriage, but he seems very Put not off. excited yeah. about it at very all. Very cold, very, very distant. Cold. Um, he says like some, you know, he has like some, some under quips. under yeah, little mm-hmm. quips, some these digs toward Vivian yeah, and her family. Like, like he leaves the dinner like in, in the middle he leaves in the middle of the dinner to go like smoke a cigar on her dad's thing. So anyway, that is their first impression of these two characters and it's interesting because it turns out that her dad has something over Dante yeah. so he's forcing him so yeah. this is kind of like an enemies to lovers and I like this situation this enemies to lovers situation where he knows what's doesn't. hanging over yes. his head but she has no idea so she yeah. doesn't understand why he's being <laughs> she just such thinks an he's a asshole. dick <laughs> and I kind of really like this situation yeah. it's because very good it's a good misunderstanding to have where I understand right. why he right. wouldn't just come out and say what his problem is yeah you know so I, I actually really like this situation that this, yeah because he also creates. well we'll get into that yeah we'll, we'll get, get into the spoiler yeah. section because obviously we're super excited about talking yeah. about all the events but if you have not picked up King of Please go pick it up and come back and chat with us. All right. Back so to you. I, I love the fact that, like you said, like we, or we as the reader, of course, we know why he's angry, but she doesn't know. And the, the whole blackmail, uh, well, so here it's the situation. Francis Lau is blackmailing him because he has photos of his younger, his younger brother, Luca, with a mafia princess. Yeah. Who, if those are found he would be killed yes because apparently yes. <clears throat> he she's the niece of a powerful mafia powerful boss. don yes and apparently in the past someone has just stuck a kiss and he had literally got that guy killed yes. so like oh my god these incriminating photos of them it actually like having sex killed. like 
His brother's gonna die. So he's, so here's the super, you have to, this super powerful Dante Russo and someone is threatening the life of his brother. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, of course he's furious with his brother. Like, what the fuck are you like, thinking? Like, you're being such an idiot. You're so careless and reckless. Yes. I'm tired of cleaning up your messes. Grow yes. the fuck up. But we also get behind the scenes that all he's doing is biding time. He has no intentions of ever marrying No Vivian. intentions. No. Because he has Christian on the case. So it's all, I mean, Christian's it just. security. Oh. So he has Christian looking in because he's like, okay, so I know that he's going to have digital copies, but he's probably smart enough to have physical copies as well. <laughs> the problem is they don't know how many copies. And so like yes. Christian's working behind the scenes to try to figure out. Can we find all the copies? Because we need all the evidence before we blow up Francis Lau's stupid right. plan, bullshit blackmail plan up in his face. We have to make sure we got all the evidence first. And like the way, you know, I mean, the arrogance, honestly, that Francis Lau exhibits um, when he continually brings up, look, I have stuff on your brother. You need to do this, this and this. I'm just like, dude, you're poking the fucking bear i don't understand what you're doing like, i know i'm like you you know you got what you want your your daughter is going to be married to dante russo of yeah. the russo family because like and they you said the only way to mentioning oh you need to do this this and this and i'm yeah. like dude you are not helping the situation at all like you're not being very oh, smart man. about this the ambition is 100 percent clouding his judgment yeah you can tell point. right his glee his gleed his gleed his, his gleed. greed his what, gleeful greed his gleeful greed <laughs> has <dead>. overwhelmed him <laughs> i can't remember what i was gonna say his greed and his uh i was thinking of vanity but i don't even know how an l came into that sentence <laughs> um pride or whatever is basically just like clouded his whole yeah you know, he, he's riding a little high and he's, he's yeah. getting a little too big for his britches okay yes um so i really do like also we have this contrast so we have vivian in her element when she's party planning and she's sleek mm -hmm. sophisticated she dresses her signature in, like, red lipstick red lipstick she's just, you know like, she likes to wear like clean modern lines and stuff when she goes home to her family <laughs> She puts on, like, nude lipstick pearls and, like, tweed, and tweed jacket, jackets, suits. like, suit pairings. And I'm, yeah. and so, obviously, she's doing that for her family because that's what they expect. And as soon as she walks through the door, her mom's just like, oh, like, this, this, and this. You look tired. You're, yes. you know, like, you Are know, you taking care of your skin? Her. Are you doing this? Are yes. you doing that? Critiquing like, her mm -hmm. and to the T. Like, and she just takes it because, again, there's this whole, like, this is Vivian's conflict is the – you know, push and pull between who she really is and, you know, how she's a very confident person. But whenever she's with her family unit, she defers to them. Yes. And she wants to please them and she wants to make them proud. And part of that is kind of like grinding her down because right. she's forcing herself to be something that she's not. It's very difficult to watch. It is very difficult to watch. <laughs> and as somebody who, you know, I, I, I felt a good for I, I always say this, you know, when I'm talking to, to um, my friends about, like, reading books and stuff. Mm -hmm. And especially when I'm, you know, critiquing heroines. Because either I'm going to identify with the heroine because I'm like, oh, I'm same, same. Or I'm right. like, I really like you. I'd totally have you as a friend even though you're my complete opposite. Right. right? So in Vivian's case, I was like, I really like her. And she frustrated me because you could see the potential. Yes. And you just wanted her to stand up for herself. But it was a good frustration to have. Sometimes characters, not even just heroines, will right. frustrate me in, in a very bad way. Because they're just being stupid or yeah. just being totally weak or right. whatever. Or there's you know? like some obvious solution yeah. or they're not recognizing. Like mm -hmm. if, if you're not self-aware, Vivian is very self-aware that she's doing this. She's oh, yeah. not, she's not she won for blind her, she to the She 100% and she kind of just like justifies it to herself like I'm playing a part. I'm playing a part for my parents. And, and, and she justifies and then, it saying what's a couple of hours, you know, yeah. here and there? You know, this is every once in a while I go to my parents' she house. She doesn't even see them very often. It's not worth the fight, basically, right. is what she's saying. She's right. like, I just would rather get through dinner and not worry about Because she's very non-confrontational. That's yeah. another part of her personality, yeah. just her natural personality, which I can totally relate to. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I don't want conflict. Let's just, like, keep the peace Let's and move right along, along and please. we'll move, move yes. along, and then I'll yes. get on with my life, and it'll be fine. So, right. like I said, I think that her character was built very well to mm -hmm. have that frustrating conflict, yeah. that internal conflict that she's having mm -hmm. um and the way that it affects her relationship with dante as well i liked feeling frustrated with her because it yeah. wasn't it, it was something that i was like okay she's gonna see the lie at the end of the tunnel mm -hmm. she probably will stand up for herself she just has to get to that point yeah. right we she just, just have to, to get we're to gonna have point. faith it's gonna happen yeah exactly so i really <laughs> liked vivian's character yeah she's I did too. a very very interesting character so <laughs> again i really also like that anna huang 
tells us in the beginning what the blackmail is because some authors would have kept it a secret and then like like, you would have felt like yeah yeah like oh what could he possibly have on dante russo but we know pretty much the first time that dante meets vivian in his point of view he's thinking about that right and i think that's a really smart move like you said on anna huang's part because we as a reader know okay he has a reason to be really fucking pissed like this dude has threatened his life and we know that Dante is going to probably <laughs> go overboard in his revenge. Yes. But we can kind of understand it. And it was just, it was interesting to me. I was telling Justin as I was listening, I was like, okay, I'm waiting for the moment for him to do something that she should even possibly like him for. Because he is such a dick for yes. so long. But, which again, is understandable. But she's like... What, what the, the fuck? fuck, dude? Like, you yes. agreed like, to, this you agreed to this marriage. And you're not even trying. Like, I understand that it's arranged <laughs> and that we don't have feelings for each other, but like, you're. Can you're we being be human to each other? Douche. I know. <laughs> so, one of the stipulations that her dad has is that, first of all, he wants the wedding to happen like soon. And yes. Dante pushes back. He's like, no, I think a the year. more believable thing would be a year long engagement because it's very common in modern days for right. you to have a year long engagement. Yeah, they would think the something's. Yeah, something's up. up. Why are we rushing into this? You know, nobody has even seen me out with her. Like, give me a month before we're even announcing this engagement. And Francis is just like, a month is all you need. That's it. And she has to move in with you after the engagement is. So Francis is forcing this forced proximity situation, which I kind of really love. That's so, the only thing we like about you, Francis. I, yeah, Francis, you you force them together. And that's the only thing. <laughs> Otherwise, you suck. But we like that part. <laughs> Absolutely. So I also really love how you know during that month month's time where they've been seen in public like a couple of times, mm-hmm. she just kind of like she's talking to her friends, Sloane, and of course, like all these people she, are gonna and have books. of course living in separate bedrooms, living in, se- in separate bedrooms. <laughs> well, know. she she before she even moves in, like Dante is completely just like ignoring the situation. She's just like, well, this is ridiculous. I'm supposed to be moving in with him. Like he hasn't yeah. even talked to me, and she crashes one of his art like um yeah gallery show because he has he's an art collector and he has like so many art pieces at his apartment. So she like crashes it, and of course Kai gets her in. I love that moment where Kai has seen Vivian in the social sphere and stuff and he he even yeah, told dante friendly. he told dante he was just kind of like don't be a dick to her like, like she's really she's, nice she's a nice person she's really nice so yeah. like i don't know you know i don't know what's and going then on, but... i love when dante sees them he hits jealous from the get-go when kai's like talking to her because they have such an easy banter and right. he makes her laugh and he as soon laugh. as vivian <laughs> sees dante that smile just falls off and he's just yeah. like does she like him yeah what? like what's happening what is this and so i like that hint of jealousy yeah. And he passes it off as like possessiveness. Just right. Just kind of like, well, you're supposed to be mine. You're and supposed like, to be nobody, my property. Nobody can have my stuff. Like if they know it's mine, like what are they doing going after it? Yeah. And like, so he kind of justifies it. Makes it, it like a that. competitive thing. Yeah, it has nothing to do with any feelings I might have. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and also, so when she does move in, like he's just, again, so, so, so cold. Just being like, the staff will show you around. And then like, here's your bedroom and the rings on the side table. Like yeah. her engagement ring. You're, you're, <laughs> And it's like this giant rock. (laughs) Just, you know, cold. Cold. No no design, no sentiment. Nothing. Just nothing. And I really like, you know, um, his staff. You know, he has kind of like a butler and then uh, a cook. (laughs) And the cook has um, known Dante since he was young. And so she, I like how she berates him. It makes the characters human when they do have people who are on you know below them in the social sphere that they kind of feel like they defer to you know like he lets mm-hmm. her tell him off i mean he does say like remember your place but honestly he would never do anything to his his cook because that's you know he feels sentimental about her <laughs> and also just interestingly enough like the family dynamic with dante so he has two parents that are alive and well they're not involved in the business at all the grandfather <laughs> passed up the son for Sorry, the I'm next CEO the because they just like to go like travel and just like live on yeah. their trust fund and do whatever. And like Dante has taken it over, but like he's the head of the family. Yeah. But even before his grandfather died, like he was the head of the family. Life is and a long holiday for his parents. Yes, basically. Exactly. I love the whenever we go to Bali oh and it's God. just like completely just kind of like these are your parents. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like what? They're like, uh, they gave birth to you. Like how? <laughs> like, how? I don't understand. <laughs> does not compute how this has happened so anyway we have our forced proximity situation they're not sharing you know bedrooms they're mm-hmm. not even really eating dinner together and i like how vivian pushes because she's just like okay she's thinking this is going to be my life yeah dante's like this, this is work. a temporary yeah. situation that i'm in <laughs> and i don't want to give any more energy to it than i need to right 
I'm but, playing I'm playing a role so that Frances is lulled into a false sense of security, but like I don't actually want to talk to her. So of course we had these great forced proximity moments like where she needs a midnight snack. Yes. And she goes to the fridge and of course he catches her there. Now he could have just like walked away, he, you know, and not bothered. But he's, but he's since he's been living with her for mm-hmm. a little while, he's a little bit fascinated with yes. her. Just a little bit because yes. she does have a backbone. She has stood up to him just being like, I want to know what's going on. Do Are mm-hmm. we expected to eat dinner together? Are we expected to and like, she's funny. Look, what are we doing? She's funny and, mm-hmm. and sweet. She and tries like, to break the ice a lot of the yeah, time. He doesn't bite. He doesn't bite a lot of the time and he's very serious. But like she tries to, she tries to get to know him and he's very re- resistant except for the scene that Juliet's talking about which yeah. is our first like crack crack in that wall that he's built yep. where we see something human about him yeah where they each have these disgusting they have they they both have affinity for disgusting food pairings <laughs> which yes. by the way both of those sound gross and I would not never do I've either. actually heard I might somebody, do the ice cream I, I was about to say I've heard people do soy sauce and ice cream I might try that now her no her Pringle pudding Pringle in pudding pickle, pickle? No. What the heck? Vivian? What's going on? It, no. Has anyone ever tried this? Like, I'm tempted to do it just to be like, is there something to it? But Let's you do know a what? Vivian because, test. <laughs> honestly, I kind of want to because it kind of sounds a similar situation. I know not everybody likes this, but I've tried it before and I'm like, mm, it's good. Like dipping a French fry in a milkshake. Like, I know people okay, who do that. I, I, I have heard that, that too. I I've haven't, done that before. but I've heard of it. Like the salty and sweet. Yeah. You know, people who put like M&M's and popcorn. Like it's the yes. same kind of like pairing. So I I'm like, like that. I'm wondering if the Pringle pudding and pickle thing is this, if, if that's the same. I would probably do the Pringle and pudding, but the pickle? like The pickle's the, weird. The vinegar yeah. taste? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to try it now. <laughs> I'll but now I kind of want to try the soy sauce and ice cream. I'm I like, will get I back can, to you guys. I'll try that. I'll get back to you. I'm tempted to go buy a little pint of Bluebell. And just, and just do it because I have soy sauce. Do a little video and you can post it on Instagram. Say, okay, I did the King, King of Wrath like, I just recently reread King of Wrath and now I have to try their snacks and see if they're actually good because apparently they like they both like them. But the one snack he hates is movie popcorn. Yeah. And I'm like, are you out of your mind? You are, sir. <laughs> sir. Get out. Get out. <laughs> movie popcorn is literally so one of the best things in the world. Sounds so good. <laughs> so... Uh, Dante, as, you know, part of this elite, you know, group, is a member of this Valhalla Club, which mm-hmm. this is a um, continuing thing throughout the book. Oh, yeah. All of our heroes I are tell members of the Valhalla throughout. Club. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all members. Kai, yeah. which is book two, and then we also get um, hints in this book um, about the uh, third couple who are a married couple, which I think is so fascinating. Is, I love it. I, I really do kind of want to read it, but I just know it's going to be so angsty. It's okay, you're going to have to read it I'm, first. I did read it first. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay, I didn't I know you already read it. it. Okay. <laughs> I All loved right. it. You should read it. Okay. You're going to like it. All I'm right. telling you. So um, she has to attend events with him. And so they go to the Valhalla Club, and she's actually, like, you know, seeing him in his element and – even, like, after they have a moment where they do, like, these engagement pictures, which he's forced mm-hmm. to do. And I love how the photographer is just kind of like, um, um, get closer. Can you, like, can act you like, like you actually like each other. What are you doing? you put your arm around her, Dante? Like, why are you just <laughs> 10 feet apart? This is engagement that, photos, This was people. perfect. This was so perfect. And then when she asked for the kiss, can we get a kiss? And she's like, like, we don't oh do God. PDA ever. And We're like, so uncomfortable. Vivian is being so adamant about it. It pisses Dante it off. Does. Like, no, he's we will like, not kiss. What? <laughs> he's like so you don't want to kiss me what the heck like oh no we're gonna do it and i really like how they get lost in it and like the photographer's like yes it's perfect and i love how it's like an outsider's perspective like oh yes this is what i'm looking for you actually look like you're in love and it's like and it's their first kiss interesting <laughs> the first kiss there might be some feelings developing there yeah and we really like it we really mm-hmm. like it um this but- is a great forced marriage situation or for you know forced yes, relationship it is in there i really like the back and forth especially when dante starts seeing her in her element you know she gets tapped oh. to you know do this big event this big event it's like the the one big event during the year mm-hmm. she's done a party for this girl i forgot if it was buffy bunny, but buffy, buffy and bunny they're yeah. bffs but buffy she's done like um her daughter's party before and they want to have like this, you know, the, this big event, and they're like, "We want you to." Do yeah, it. it's this very special ball that yeah. only like the super elite even. It was it was like um, I forgot who somebody's wife, 
in the in their old money community, whatever, who was originally had the job, but then her husband got like arrested for I don't know bankruptcy or something. So now yeah. there's like they don't want anything open. attached to it. Yeah, and so they give her a shot, and this is a big deal because she's yeah. new money, right? Yeah, she's new money, and right. they're like, well, we guess you're okay because you're marrying into the Russo family. Like exactly. you can hang with us. That's you know? how she, and that was how she got the other ladies in the committee to agree because she's marrying a Russo. Exactly. So like Vivian is. This is her moment to kind of prove herself, you know. Yeah. She's she like, okay, this one shot. I'll, I'll take this little stepping stone, like being Russo's fiance, but I'm gonna make this work. Right. I'm gonna make this. Awesome. And so Dante starts to become fascinated by seeing her work and be in her element, and then seeing her with her family, mm-hmm. and he starts to get annoyed. Oh yes. He starts to get annoyed with the way that she dresses different because he's yeah. like, "What the hell is she wearing? Like, yeah, she doesn't wear this at home. Now? Like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Back in her tweed. Oh my god. Like. Oh, and the moments, the moments when the way that Francis like talks to her and mm. he stands up to her, stands yes. up to Francis being like, you're not going to talk to her like that. Ugh. I love that. I live for those moments. Oh, yeah. Those I are so good. I absolutely live for those so moments. so good. I love that so too. So I think that there were just so many, so many great you know, scenes where Dante, despite, he has to remind himself. Over and over again. I She's my enemy. And that's why he keeps, like, this holding. This is fake. Yes. And this he, is not fake. He keeps, like, trying to hold off the sex. Like, he ends up, like, go. I can't remember exactly where it was, where he goes down on her the first time. I think it was in Bali. It was in Bali when oh, they go. He Bali. was, like, for Thanksgiving, and we're yes. going to visit my family. Yes. So they go. And the, okay, so the family's, like, like kind of hippies. Okay. A little hippie, yeah. They're, like, they're like uh, I don't know, paradise hippies? Like, yeah. island hippies? Island. <laughs> island island hippies. You know, private island hippies. Yeah. Private island wealthy yeah. hippies. <laughs> Who collect art, and that the reason they didn't show up for their engagement party was because they were there were some famous artists coming out of the uh, woodwork to like yes. have a show. That also gives Vivian a moment to be like, "Wow, he was uh, neglected even, as a child." Yeah, like mm-hmm. Vivian has wonderful memories of her family before right. they got super before rich. Before the money, they were very close. They would do family. They would go camping together. Can mm-hmm. you imagine? I cannot imagine Francis Lyle camping, but. <laughs> Apparently they used to. Apparently they used to I be can, like a though. tight family. When unit. she described them like in the car going on vacation, yeah. I could kind of picture him before the corruption yes. really took hold. Because that's what he is now. He's completely Yeah, he's one hundred percent corrupt, corrupt by that, you know, need to be accepted by this society. Yeah. Which, I mean, why do you want validation from people who look down on you? I'm just saying. But that's yeah. just me. That's just me. Um but I in that moment when she realizes that his parents like literally would skip his birthday for something so stupid as like an art show. Yeah. She feels bad because at least she had a really good childhood mm-hmm. and here this this man who's so like, cold oh, and closed off is this like makes sense. Oh, I kind of understand. Right. He didn't really have that, you know. And yeah. even when he's talking about his grandfather who he mostly grew up with, he he and Luca, it was a very like cold and standoffish relationship. Yeah, it, it was, was kind of like I'm raising I'm my heir. I'm instructing you how to yeah. write to run the company. Run the son. company. That's yes. it. And your father's unserious, but you're going to be serious. And right. he was. You're gonna, and he did. He stepped into that role and became everything his grandfather wanted. Yes. And he's never been affectionate. Never, you know, that was never been a part of his world. Right. So I thought I thought it was awesome in Bali when, you they're know. Because they're forced to share the same bed. Yes. And they both kind of look at it. No, so, of course, the whole time they're not intimate. But that last night, yes. they are, except he doesn't, like, she's ready to have sex. And he pulls back because in his point of view, he's like. If I go here, I can't, I can't call this off. Like yeah. if I go, if I cross that line, there's then, a difference between like yes. bringing her pleasure and then allowing myself to let loose with her to use her because then that means that it's more to me. Yes, and I don't want it to be more yes. to me because it's all gonna come to an end. And actually, is it in Bali that she actually gives him a big hint that he needs um, to kind of crack the case on how many copies there is? So she's kind of opening up I think again. It was on one of their dates. It might have been on one of their Cause dates. She, cause, yeah, because they're they're at Valhalla and they're looking at the stars, the fake stars. Oh God, he does he does do something really he romantic. Does some great. She loves she loves astronomy and yeah, he uh, does great dates. He does great dates, honestly. <laughs> and um, she's just like that's when she's talking about camping and how how much she loved her childhood and she's like oh yeah and he we always had to do this with for with eight because that's you know and 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 it's a lucky number and my father's superstitious yes that he does everything and so he tells christian to look into it and apparently like every address that francis has has owned property on it has Mm -hmm. to have the number eight on it yeah personal phone numbers like all this stuff everything has a number eight and so he's like i bet you there's eight copies of these photographs and we, we just need to find the eight 
And so Ugh. he's finally, so there's a countdown. Now there's a countdown because we have an end goal. Eight copies right. to find. And Christian's like, I'm close. And mm-hmm. so this is the point where he's just kind of like, the engagement's going to come to an end because not only does Dante want to destroy the evidence, he's going to destroy Francis. <laughs> he's going to destroy Francis. And his and business. His company. And right. make sure that he is a pariah. Right. And has no Nothing. money. And no Nothing. reputation. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, seeing the way, because he and Vivian have fought about this, about the way that she is with her family. Just mm-hmm. being like, I don't understand why you let them talk to you this way. And she's pushing back, like, being like, they're my family. Like, I know you don't understand that, but they're my family. I'm not going to yeah. be disrespectful. Like, we respect our elders. And he's like, but you're literally making yourself small. And yes. making yourself somebody that you're not. And I hate seeing that. And she's, like, pushing back for it. And so, like, I, I do like this moment because she's very frustrated because she realizes that he's right. But, like, she doesn't. Because even her friends, she goes yeah. to her friends and uh, Sloane and Iza and is like, and Iza's like, well, he's kind of right. And there's just, like, silence. Like, she didn't realize her, even her friends recognized it. Yeah. And the thing is that Vivian, you know, like I said earlier, she was justifying, oh, I'm just putting on a role. But she wasn't putting on a role. She was becoming a different person. Like, this yeah. is just a different part of myself. No, it's not. It's yeah. not you at all. You're becoming someone who doesn't exist to please them. And Dante you know? throws it back in her face being like, your father is willing to sell you to me. Yes. How is that love? Yeah. Why Why does he deserve respect when he's treating you that way? You are a pe- like, a you piece of Like, you should be respected back. Like, mm-hmm. why, give your, why give respect to a person who doesn't respect you is what Dante is saying. Right. And she knows that Dante's right. But it's a hard pill to swallow when you're talking about family. Right. It's a hard <laughs> pill to swallow, guys. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I just really like how there's just this push and pull between Dante being like, I really like her. And the but whole if I, time I, I'm not closer. willing to compromise. I want to destroy him. And if I destroy him, she's going to hate me. Right. So but like, then they fall into this heavy dating mode. Yes. Like they're going on lots of dates. Yes. Because he, like she confronts, she, she, com- oh, wait, they have a moment where uh, Christian has to pay Dante back because Dante <laughs> kissed Stella's hand. And so Christian <gasps> has oh. to, um, Christian is in, you know, um, security and he's a tech wizard basically. Yeah, but, so Vivian has this ex. Heath, yeah. That was a big moment with yeah, Heath. Who Heath. her family has never approved of because mm-hmm. he, he's, he's a self-made man, but they're not interested in that. They're That's interested not enough. in connection. Yes. And Heath doesn't have connections. And so yeah. Vivian broke up with him because mm-hmm. her family was never going to allow her to marry him. And this was in they college They were going to cut anyway. her off and disown her. Yes. And she was always afraid to be disowned. That's She's, how you... That's she loves what, her family. Right. She doesn't want to be cut off from them. But that know? also told me that she must not have loved him that no, much. No, because she was willing you to You know what I mean? Up, like, she was obviously. willing to give him up. So Christian but she's not a shallow person. No, she's you not. Know? Not. So... But... Um, yeah, and she just, like, even whenever she sees him again, um, after, uh, the engagement's announced, like, she kind of examines her feelings, like, oh, do I feel anything for him? And, like, you know, I feel fond memories for him, but I right. don't, I don't love him. And, no, I probably yeah. wouldn't get back together with him. She's like, I'm a different person. I'm a different person. I really like that we have that moment of clarity, because mm-hmm. I was even wondering, like, oh, my God, wouldn't she be better off with Heath? Because, yeah. like, he's a nice guy, yeah. like, whatever. Exactly. But then and you feel when bad she's... because the dad treated him like shit. Yes. For no I know. Reason. So, yeah, and it wasn't his fault. He didn't have connections yeah, or whatever. Exactly. It wasn't because he was born the same as them, just like, you know, a regular yeah, person. 100%. <laughs> you know, and so I thought that was a really good moment where she bumps into Heath at the flea market and whatever and is like, well, I say bumps into, he found her. Yeah. You know he found he, her. He was in New York on business. Yeah. Mm-hmm, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> after um, her engagement's announced. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Right <Okay>. after. <laughs> right after. Um. But I like that she examines her feelings and is like, I'm, you know, I, I'm fond. I miss the person I, if I was once that person, there could have been a future for us, but I'm not her anymore. Yeah. I'm different. Yeah. And I like that. And then, and then. Christian and then, plays his crank. Christian. <laughs> Christian plays Christian his sends a text to, uh, Heath. Viv- to Heath from Vivian, you know, it's not really her, saying, I would love to get back together. Meet me at yeah, my, like, having my second house. thoughts about this engagement. <laughs> So Come and talk to, to me. And this is whenever uh, Dante is actually in uh, D.C. and mm-hmm. um, he gets notified by his his butler being like, like um, there's, there's someone here. here. And, uh, Heath and I love how Dante literally like stops whatever deal meeting he mm-hmm. was in and he was just like, 
there's an emergency. I gotta, I gotta get go. Back. You gotta get back now. Okay. Because he wasn't <laughs> supposed to be there until the next night. So I love how he busts into the house and he's watching it play out. And like Vivian just kind of like, no, like I, I, I'm not interested. I don't know what happened. I never texted you mm-hmm. and I'm not interested in calling off this engagement. Like I'm engaged. I'm with Dante now. And he's basically just kind of saying like, oh, I know that you don't want him. You like, want you know, me. Yes. You're in love with me. All this jazz. And Dante is pissed he's just like i love how he walks in and he's just like next time you try to steal somebody maybe to like steal my fiance don't do it in my own fucking home and yes. he goes after him oh and i was God. just like i love this i was like I, I feel bad for Heath because again <laughs> nice know. guy nice poor guy oh he was God. tricked poor thing he was tricked and thought oh, that the love of his man. life was coming back to him but it was, ro- it was yeah because he admitted that he still loved her he, and everything he did. and oh i feel badly for him yeah but I love also, the moment where Dante was just kind of like, look, she is look, mine, and I will fuck you up if you when touch her again. When he was flying home, I was like, this shit. Thank you. This yes, is what I, I like. love it. I, I love live this for this shit. Absolutely, Absolutely live for this shit. Uh, Woo! Uh, so uh, uh. we have wonderful moments like that. And then when Vivian's confronting him, being like, what the fuck do you want? Because <laughs> you're so cold to me, and then you pull this fucking shit. Like, what, yeah. what do you want? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And he tells mm-hmm. her that. And I like it because it's like there's this little crack in the armor, a little crack in the armor. And she's just like, you know, if we're going to do this, if we're going to, I mean, they have sex that night, you know, very like passionate rough sex. Mm-hmm. And she's oh, like, yeah. what does this mean? What does That's this what mean? That's when he can't, he can't control it anymore. Yeah, can't He's been holding back. himself back and now is just like, I'm yeah. done, you know? And she's like, what does this mean? Like, okay, so we're on the same page. And like, I don't want it to go back to how it was. Um, I want you to date me. Like, I require dates. Yeah. And so I love and that. And he's the one he who delivers. says. She, I love the next point, too. She's like, I guess I'll just, I need to go work. I'm going to go in my bedroom. He goes, this is your bedroom now. And yeah. I was just what like, do you mean? Yes. Now we like, sleep together. Like, now he's just, like, all Every in. Night. And he and that's when he starts to ignore the background noise with Christian. Like, when Chris, he would he would ignore some of Christian's calls yeah. and just kind of, like, avoid it. he didn't it. want it to end. He doesn't want it to end. Because they're kind of, like, you know, they're in this, like, little still stolen moment. Yeah. They're falling in love I, he, you know the first date that he brings her on is to that diner that he has memories yes, of with his brother was, who they would sneak 12. out yes and they would <laughs> have these wonderful milkshakes and so they go to like this ratty old diner and like mm-hmm. that's their first date and of course he like flies her around a private yeah. helicopter after but it was they very also go to paris it was a very week. sentimental <laughs> first date and i really loved it and again yeah. like you know the whole you know astronomy he rents out all of valhalla like that right. special room for her and just like oh he's so good and then he like he he has to go to Paris for work and this is also I think that it was wonderful that Anna Huang brought it full circle because in the beginning right after they're engaged right after she moved in the next day he was like I'm going to Europe for a month for work and she's like what the fuck she's like you you don't even tell me like what so that was their relationship before and then toward the end once they're intimate once he's realizing he has feelings for her he does have to go to Paris for, for work. For work. But he's, for week, like, but he's just like, you're coming with, need you need to, to come, come with me. me. She's like, oh, I'm so busy planning for that event. Mm-hmm. And stuff's been going like wrong. Like the first um, place that she booked, it flooded. So yeah. he, he pulls strings to get her to have it at Valhalla, which he, it means he's going to owe a favor. And like, this is a big deal. Yeah. Like Dante doesn't want to owe anybody, but like right. he wants to do it for Vivian. For her. And she's, like, so stressed because there's only two weeks until that event. And he's just like, no, but, like, you, you have you have people that can handle that. And you'll have a whole week before it's done. Like, I need you with me in Paris. And I love that so much. Like, he can't be away from her now. Yeah. <laughs> now she's got to be with oh, him. And in Paris, he gets a text from Christian being like, I've got it. Yeah. It's done. And so, and, and, and almost, it's kind of interesting because in the conversation, he wants to, like, hang on and not do it. And Christian's like, let me remind you, you've been working on this for eight months. This is what you wanted. It's time to pull the trigger. Like yes. he's almost like goaded into it. He's and he thinks like, about what, it. What, thinks are you going to let Francis gonna get, get better away with this? Like, and so it kind of gets to, you know, so it's like it, it builds on his wrath, that need for revenge again. Mm-hmm. He was going to get your brother killed. Yeah. Like, and then it's like, he, it kind of like jars him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. No, and I do. So, I, I have to take this man down. And I agree. Like I was, yeah. I wouldn't have been satisfied if he would have been like, I'm just going to destroy the copies of the pictures and let Francis just be whatever. Just be whatever. I wanted the power play. I did. I I wanted him to take Francis down a peg because every time Dante was in his presence, the way that this man would just be like, oh, what is your brother? brother? What is your brother doing? I'm like, oh my God, you idiot. You You stupid idiot. But whatevs. You know, whatevs. Um, So anyway, 
So they get back from Paris, and, and he's being he very does a one eighty. Yes, and she, she doesn't understand. She poor n- thing. I know it's so she sad because they literally had the most romantic yes. time. And she admitted to herself she was falling in love with him. Yeah, and all she was of a like, I can't wait to get married to, in like two months. Like, I'm excited about he's it. He's avoiding her. Avoiding he her. won't come to bed until far after she's gone to bed. He's yeah. gone before she wakes up. He's working late. She never sees him. They never talk. They never have sex. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know? And then she finally, um, over here, she goes to Yeah, she's like, his, I'm going to confront him. I'm going to bring him lunch, lunch to work. Yeah. And we're gonna talk this shit out. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work it out. And I like how Vivian, like, you know, she can get pissed and she can like, you know, she has an yeah. option. But she's as not gonna play a child. And, yeah, and and like get back at him and do yeah. something stupid. <laughs> but instead she's just kinda like, no, we're gonna talk about right this. Out. I'm gonna bring him he's brought lunch we're gonna to me sit before. down, I'm gonna, I'm gonna force him yes. to talk about yes. this. Like a grown up. And I love Vivian for that. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, her dad, she hears her father's voice through the wall. Yeah, she's like, And so here's this horrible conversation mm-hmm. that she obviously knows her father had blackmail but also that he says Dante's, Dante yeah. says I never wanted Vivian yeah. you forced her because on me. Francis Francis is kind of playing on that Ugh. like you care about her you do you know what this is going to do to Vivian like if, I see it I see that you care about her and he was like no you forced no, me I don't. to be with her like I didn't choose her you know like, she was just business yeah and it's business. y'all it's gutting it's fucking gutting, gutting. <laughs> because on the one hand, she understands. She's like, my father, the person mm-hmm. who I've respected, is somebody that I don't know. But Dante has been pretending this whole but time. But also, apparently, I've been falling in love with Dante, and this has been yeah. just him and biding his time. And he's just having time. fun. He's just having a good time, you know? And it oh is so horrible. And I, horrible. Oh, God. And so, like, after Francis leaves and um, her his secretary brings in the lunch, being like, oh, yeah, your fiancé dropped us off or whatever. Like, she was here about But she rushed ago. out quickly 10 minutes ago. And Dante goes, fuck. Yeah. He gets home and she's packing her things yeah. and just – and he doesn't know what to do. He's, yeah. like, frozen because it's, like – he's not going to take it back. And he's also not expecting her to forgive him for destroying her father because now she knows that her father's company like is literally going in the dirt. There's rumors about, you know, bad business dealings. Yeah. Stockholders getting nervous. Stockholders like like, the stock is plummeting and he doesn't feel like he can ask her to still stay with him after Mm -hmm. he destroyed her family because he knows how much she respects her family. Right. Even though that they're dirt to her. Right. And like, I like how Vivian decides to go to confront her dad. Yeah. So she goes to her family home and is like, so you blackmailed Dante. You were going to get his brother killed? And her father's remorseless about like Oh, his, he's his, furious. He's he yelling just, at her, don't you talk to me like that. Like, yeah, oh, how dare you? He acts just the way I thought he would. Yeah. Like, I really also have to, like, kudos to Anna Huang for not just suddenly making Francis a remorseful father. Because he, he's not that character. And he's it's not, not that he's, he's... too blinded by his ambition yes, at this and, point. And it's not that he's too, you know, too dimensional. It's that... He's too absorbed stubborn. by his need He's for, so, so, for so society stubborn. and for, yes, yes. And, and pride. Interestingly enough, so so he disowns her. He he, yes. he really thought that he had one over her yeah. because he threatened, I'm going to disown you. And she was like, I well, don't care. And what he wanted to, he's like, well, if you get Dante back, he, well, I know he cares about him, then we'll let you, you know. And she's like, can, so you're going to use me. If you me. don't do it, I'll disown you. Yeah, you're going to use me? Again? Again? What yeah. is wrong with you? And she was just kind of like, she finally saw the light and she was just like, no, this isn't love. I love this moment of clarity yeah. for she's her. Like, this I isn't love. felt this. Oh, and so close to being yeah. my showdown right there. I'm just letting you know. And then later on, like her sister has been like calling her and be like, what the heck's going on? And apparently the mom has traveled to the <laughs> sister's house and she's like, oh, my God, help. Because my mom's here. And like she just she just too much. Like, uh, I need and you to come over here. And she's pissed at dad. Pissed at dad because uh, he disowned you and she does not agree. So mm-hmm. I kind of like that the mom, you know, was kind of like, well, no, we're not going to disown our family. Yeah. <laughs> and I also like Juliet said, she doesn't make these characters like suddenly spin a 180 and be like, oh i'm so sorry and like yeah oh. like even when um she goes to visit her sister to be able to maybe she's gonna patch it up with her mom and dad yeah. like she she owes it to, to herself try. to try right because she'll always regret it if and, she doesn't and dante's the one who convinces her too yeah which is interesting and he offers her you know a private jet to go over there yes. and stuff and i just really love how like dante like it takes him a week of being like 
I don't deserve her after doing yeah, this. Yeah, he's kind of in his pity party until yeah. Luca comes around, sees him drunk yeah. with his whiskey bottle, and is like, like, what the he's like you love her. Doing? What are you doing? And you need like, to fight for her. Fuck, I do love her. <laughs> I, but I love that Luca's like, you've always fought for everything, and you're yeah. not going to fight for you're her. You're going to lay down and take and it? And fight for her? What? And it was you're just Dante like that Russo. alone. He's like, you're yeah, right. I'm Dante fucking Russo. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to fight for her. I'm going to fight for her. I love it. It was awesome. And um, I love how, you know, after they have their heart to heart, and she obviously understands why he did what he did. And mm-hmm. he's like, I, I was just t- t- telling your dad that to get a rise out of him. I do care about you. Like, yeah. I, I, I am in love with you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not just, it was not just a business deal to me. It, it became more. I love that he lays all the cards in line. Yeah. She won't. She's holding back because she doesn't she trust is. him, which I love also. Yeah. Like, it's it's too soon, you know. But also, but he's like, willing to see, wait. You see that little, like, you know, um, that little tentative moment that she invites him to mm-hmm. go with her like not just like give yes. me the private plane to go visit my sister you want to come with maybe, me maybe like i want you to come with me and like her dad's gonna be there like she knows it's gonna be uncomfortable but she is unwilling to make her family comfortable at this point right she wants dante with her as moral right. support right and i like that and the dad is so stubborn man oh, I, we have a nice I, standoff she, she between also, those two also <laughs> yes love it nice but also with the mom, too, like, she does finally tell her mom, just being like, listen, mm-hmm. you critique me all the time. <laughs> and like, she's like, oh, well, I, I just, I I just, just know want how you to be your best. I just know how it is. I know how people can be. And, like, I just, you know, I, I do it because I love you. And, like, obviously, it's still hurtful no matter if it's coming from a place of love. But I like how she tells her mom. And she's like, I'm yeah. sorry. She's like, I am old. I can't promise that I'm just going to, like, do a 180 <laughs> and change. She was but, so like, cute. I'll try, I'll try to be more more cognizant of what I'm telling you. And you so know? funny because there is a scene later where she just holds her tongue. She doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Even though you know she's wanting she, she to say something. She wants to say something. <laughs> oh, like, oh it wearing? was at the dinner table. She scrapes her plate. Because, you know, anything. Her manners anything. are inappropriate. She would want to be like, oh, watch it, Vivian, or whatever. And yeah. she didn't. She didn't say anything. She yeah. kept it closed, which I thought was sweet. And I also really like how at the end of the books, because, you know, they end up by actually getting married, you know, mm-hmm. at, at Dante's, uh, the Russo place that's been renovated. Which originally made his skin crawl. Crawl to think about, like, because, yes. you know. He, Into this blackmail marriage. Yeah, like, I mean, his his family, despite all their, you know, coldness, like, his, his parents are actually in love. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, they and actually do a, love each other. It, it is a Russo tradition to yes, marry to here. marry, yes. And know. so he doesn't want to taint, you know, this, this, this false family. Marriage estate yeah. that all of his family far flung that lives in Europe and all that jazz they all come together at this estate mm-hmm. he doesn't want to taint it but in the end he does want to marry Vivian mm-hmm. and so it's such a such a triumph because it's like mm-hmm. okay he didn't win I actually love her <laughs> and uh, jokes on him and, and also I love the fact that she invites her dad to the wedding but he <laughs> does not walk her down the aisle the mom does the mom does that's awesome and you know that it's killing him because everyone's speculating, like, why isn't Francis wa- walking her down the aisle? Yeah. And it's killing him. <laughs> so he leaves as soon as the wedding's over because he can't take so it. I kind of like how their relationship isn't just patched up. Yeah. I do. And he also does save the company so from unrealistic. going under. Oh, yeah, he does. Which he does. I do like that part. It's like he could have let it go under. And but she did not. It's such a power it. play because he'd been like, I had the power to crush you and I chose not to. Yes. But he did threaten him and said, You ever talk or say anything Don't to upset her again? Ever. My wife. Your entire company, your world will be burnt to the ground. I was like, yes. Thank you very much. I love it. It was amazing. It was amazing. And so that's the, you know, that's the type of vibe that I like in my hero. Yeah. (laughs) Burn the world. The Dante Russo, burn the world. Fuck with my wife. Get on my knees. And I will ruin you. Oh, we had great groveling scenes too. I will ruin you. Awesome. Awesome. Showdown scene. Okay. My showdown is going to actually be the dance at Valhalla. Uh, That's a at, good one. At the Valhalla Ball. Yeah. Because this is when Vivian has been without him for a while. She's very brokenhearted, you know, and Kai's dancing with her. And all of a sudden, Kai is making moves on her. Yeah. And she's like, what is happening? What is he doing? His hand slides down her back, almost to her ass. Yes. She's like, And he does it on purpose. This? Yes, he's he, doing he, it all. He's like, um, I knew it. I was like, um, and he's looking over her shoulder. He and he's like, oh, here he comes. And then all of a sudden, we hear, get your fucking hands off my wife. <laughs> Yes. Like, even though they were officially broken up, you know, and, and Kai's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to encroach. What, what and do like, you mean? He did it all on purpose just to get him over there. Yes. And like, so then, nice, nice of you to, you know, take your heads out of your asses. You're perfect for yes. each other. Stop messing around. I know. And, but I love this because when he, and of course, Vivian is just still like, just like distraught. Broken hearted. Like, I can't believe you're going to do this in the middle of this ball when everybody's watching us. But yeah. this is where he confesses that he's in love with her. Yes. It's such a perfect moment, honestly. Dance floor. It was just, yeah. 
it had intense emotion. I really loved it. I loved it too. Honestly, that's such a great scene, and I do love him. I have like a similar scene. Like I don't know why I just really liked. I liked when they went to Paris because it yeah. was like he knew that it was like the last. He was still being vulnerable. He was still being vulnerable. They Mm -hmm. have a moment where, um, like, uh, he told Vivian about the milkshake, you know, diner (laughs) and stuff like that. And uh, she goes on a shopping spree, but she also gets something very personalized. She gets a cufflinks for him that are ice cream with soy sauce on top of them. And a little cherry ruby. A little red. (laughs) A little red for her, you know, on it. And it's just like, honestly, it's so bittersweet because you can see that they are in love, even Mm -hmm. though they haven't really confessed it to each other. And I liked, I liked seeing him suffer, being like, I want to get back at Francis, but I also don't want this to end. Yeah. And him, like. He was tortured. It was, and I liked, I liked feeling him tortured. Like, I really did. Yeah. Because I really felt that he loved her in that moment. I did too. Even though he wasn't admitting it. And so, like, I don't know. I was just, like, really, I thought it was such a great conflict to have at the end. I enjoy. It's very rare where I'm just kind of like, this conflict was fucking bomb. And I liked it so, so much. It honestly, it worked absolutely perfectly and by the way he wore those cufflinks multiple times yeah. at the end of the book Hello. i think he might even wore it to the wedding i'm not sure i, I don't know i just remember they popped up several times i thought it was really cute and it i just might have re- been. i just really love it because it was like oh, it was a stolen moment for him because he was like it's all gonna come to an end i don't want to let this go yes but and that whole conversation with christian uh god so good yeah so good. yeah i really great. love that really love that all right guys <laughs> We hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to the next one where we'll be reviewing Suddenly You by Lisa Clayfus. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.